You're listening to Malka Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Allah has been a very busy with so much of uh, different types of uh, meetings and this and that. But Alhamdulillah, Sheikh Shoei Maiza has joined us on Pertinence uh, Punctuated and Alhamdulillah, fresh, uh, fresh uh, from the uh, Isha Azan. He's a Madina University graduate. He's a uh, alim. He's an astute businessman. He's also a motivational speaker. He's a lecturer and Alhamdulillah. On many, many platforms where he discusses different points of view and Alhamdulillah really keeps us buoyant and many people buoyant and it's great to have him on the platforms of Malka Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Sheikh Shoei Maida, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh and tell me how you doing this fine beautiful evening. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh to my dear brother. Uh, Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the dear listeners of Markaz al-Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening, you know, when you start your day with Fajr Salah and you end it with Isha, it means you've done your duties you're supposed to do as a human being, as an individual, and Alhamdulillah, Allah has given us the strength and the courage that we managed to do that, and I'm sure so everyone who's listening to us this evening, They'll tell you the same thing that Alhamdulillah, we made it for Fajr and we made it closing for Isha, inshallah. And may Allah bless the Ummah and bless one and all, inshallah, for the ibadat that we're doing for His pleasure only, inshallah. Absolutely, ibadat is done purely to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is for His pleasure. And, uh, you know, the thing that we remember uh, that, uh, you know, when we make ibadat, we're not doing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a favor, yeah, that we're doing ourselves a favor. And there the, are angels that are in different positions in uh, all the time 24 7 there's change of shifts and these uh, angels are all making different types of uh you know uh, positions and some are in sujood some are in sajda some making zikrullah and all this is being done in uh, uh, around allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's throne so if <laughs> we making ibadah we only you know uh, uh, benefiting ourselves sheikh by the lovely topic indeed and you know many of us are, suc- are succumbing uh, to bad habits how to give up a bad habits and, you know, to discipline ourselves with, uh, as you said it so uh, beautifully earlier on with Salah and obeying a divine decree and, uh, you know, uh, doing something that, uh, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in, in the case of angels, I, I would just describe now, is that angels, uh, you know, don't have choice. They have to do that and they, they do it because they do not have a choice. Allah created them uh, purely to worship, uh, worship him, but without a choice. But we as insan. What makes us special or extra special is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the faculty of thinking, the faculty of reasoning, and the faculty of choice. And if we make a choice, then perhaps our ibadat is that extra special because at that time we could be, uh, you know, taken away by a distraction of uh, making an ill-informed choice, a choice of missing the ibadat or missing the salah or missing an opportunity of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you make an informed choice, and you know, that will take away many bad habits and add perhaps to your good habit. What's your, what's your take on that, Sheikh Shoei Maida? You know, Shaf, alhamdulillah, you know, you always bring up the most amazing topics, you know, how to get rid of uh, the bad habits. You know, it all builds up to um, one hadith, actually, that uh, brings us to this uh, kind of... Uh, uh, set up in life. You know, Nabi Sallallahu did mention this beautiful tradition. He says, Al-Ihsan, uh, meaning to achieve or attain the good level of uh, piousness or piety or goodness or righteousness. 
uh, you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if you could see Allah with your own eyes. But if you cannot be able to see Allah of which you will never be able to see him, we have uh, firm yaqeen in our eyes to say, we have that Allah can see us. Once we have that, then definitely shaf will keep check of ourselves and even our bad habits. We have to be checked properly because you know whatsoever you do when it's in the darkness of the night, you know that Allah can see me and can pick up what I'm doing. Whether during the daytime, you know Allah is there, he can see me and he can, uh, and uh, I'll get punished for that. And the other more is to understand, you know, the human structure does have supporting structures as well when it comes to issues of faith. We have a uh, shaft that we call Kiram and Katibin, you know, two angels uh, that are with you on the right shoulder and on the right, on, on left hand side, who are writing everything that we're doing. Be it good, it's written a, a book of good deeds, and then it multiplies from 10 times to as much as the intention. You can get more than that. You know, to the bad deeds, it's only one against one. So if we have this in mind, shaft, and understand it wherever we go, Allah Ta'ala is there, and Allah can see what we're doing definitely. It will help us actually to pour ourselves from uh, uh, actually committing uh, funny, funny kind of habits that are not right, that are unlawful indeed, and to keep ourselves in check. And definitely, must remember, Shaf, once you have Allah in front of you and you know Allah is with me, definitely things go right. It mustn't be only when we're sitting in trouble and we difficulties then we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's know Allah ta'ala in every uh, kind of situation we are in. We are in good uh, health. Uh, everything is going on well for us. We thank Allah ta'ala and be with Allah. Whenever things are going wrong in life, we also talk to Allah and it's easier for Allah to listen. But sometimes when Allah has given us, then that's when we get into too much of bad habits. Sometimes thinking that I'm the dawn, I'm bigger than anybody else. You know, you say money talks, you know, you get those kind of languages, which are very bad habits. You know, money doesn't talk. It's you who talks. So if you let the money talk for you, definitely you have a major problem. So we need uh, to start looking into these aspects. As I said, the first point is just to have that uh, notion of al-ihsan, which is uh, a notion of righteousness, where we know a lot I can see us at every angle, at everything that we do, be it in the darkness of the night or be it uh, when the sun, the sun is out and the light is over there, a lot I can see it sharp. Yeah, you said it uh, well, Shreemaiza, if you look at money, what is money today? Today, the money that you're seeing is from the riba system. It's paper money. It has no value. It is shaitani value. It's all shaitanic. And that's why people, when they get captured with this money, they behave just like how shaitan, arrogant and, you know, condescending and, you know, looking at the have-nots and they, you know, really abuse them. And, uh, you know, you say so beautifully, if you have goodness in you, goodness multiplies with lots of uh, goodness. Now, Sheikh Shoemaida, you know, no matter what the uh, bad habit is, uh, you know, we have to, uh, we have to, uh, you know, we have to prove to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, you know, we want to get rid of this uh, bad habit. You, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we tell him, you have given us the willpower. Give us the strength, ya Allah, to get rid of this uh, bad habit. And ya Allah, help us to help ourselves. And, you know, if you make that concerted effort and you ask Allah and you implore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help you and you make that effort, surely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful. He will help us in getting rid of that uh, bad habit, provided that we do not repeat that bad habit 
or that uh, evil again, uh, Sheikh Shreve Maida. Your take on it? You know, Chef, you know, you just actually uh, spoke uh, on the righteous of this, I mean, on the right spot. You know, when you speak about that effort, that is actually what is needed, Chef, in every aspect of our life, and effort is all that, that is needed. To give a good example, uh, Chef, uh, uh, when, uh, you know, uh, um, Maryam gave her birth to Nabi Isa, alayhi salatu wasalam. You know, she was sitting there helpless and hungry and looking for something to eat. And uh, it could have been easier for Allah to bring all the rotab right into her lap because I mean, she's given birth to a Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what happened in that, in, in that position, Shaf, is that uh, Allah ta'ala told her, you know, if you have to have what you want to have, you need to make a little bit of effort, shake that tree next to you. And when she just made that effort, all the kajuls were falling, falling into her lap. So which means the main thing, the main aspect of this, Shaf, is that effort. You know, even Salah itself. Without an effort, you won't be able to make salah. There is an effort to go make wudu, an effort to make sure your clothes are clean, an effort to make sure the place you're reading salah is clean and uh, conducive for you to perform salah, an effort to understand this is the time for salah and you do it in that time. So effort is the main key aspect to everything that we want to do in life as Muslims. So if you have to move away from all the habits that are not right, definitely you need to make an effort. Let's say to give an example, me, this is my habit that I like. I must do this. I must do the A, B, C, D, F, G. And yet, you know, it's not right. You need to make an effort. You know, give an example, Shaf. You know, this one we always have issues when you talk about uh, uh, the cigar, you know, cigarettes. You know, it's macro. Macro is a hatred act. And I mean, you get some who smoke 10, 5, 20 cigarettes in a day. You can make an effort to start cutting uh, one by one, maybe start by 10 in a day. And then going slowly so to once or one cigarette in a week. You know, it's a macro act. Macro is a hatred act. So let's face it, these are the issues that we need to start like looking into. You know, and uh, then Salah itself, which is a good act, we need to put as much effort as we can, not only to read Farah Salah, you have an effort to read your Sunnah in between. You know, give a good example, Shaf, to say you want to travel to Johannesburg and he tells you your full tank uh, will cost 800 rands for you to reach Johannesburg. When you're wise enough, you won't put a budget of 800 runs. You should put for going only, you put maybe one, two, or one, three, and coming back the same, because you know, you, you're not going only where it says, welcome to Johannesburg, but you want to go around, you go to uh, Benoni, you go to Lodium, you go to Forsberg, and these other areas that makes you in Johannesburg, but you want only budget to say, when you say, welcome to Johannesburg, I'm there, then you won't even be able to go see anybody else. You'll be parked in the bushes outside the city, but because you said in Johannesburg. So we need to have that little bit effort. When you read Salah, don't rush it, have time. It's only chance you have to speak to Allah Ta'ala. Make that effort to sit there. You know, spend a little bit extra minutes, read Tasbih, read even Surah Yasin on your, read the course. Read zikr to yourself about five, ten minutes before you leave the masjid. Definitely that effort that is put forward. Definitely you get something. Our Nabi has taught us, man jadda you know, the one who makes an effort to do something, definitely they'll reap the reward of that effort they put forward. So an effort is the main aspect of this shaft. Yeah, making the effort is uh, the step forward. And Alhamdulillah, you added uh, brilliantly to that, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maiza. And then, you know, identify the source of the bad habit. And uh, for example, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maiza, if it is an addiction to the internet, then uh, replace that ad- addiction with something dini. Do something, you know, that will take you 
into a path where you will have a more spiritual bliss than uh, you know a shaitanic uh, capture sexual maida no no definitely shaf there's many ways of doing that if you are addicted to internet you you have no choice but to go on the internet go there on the internet look for azkar where there's uh, recorded programs of dini go listen to them instead of watching other necessary movies watch at some uh, other aspects of work that is being done in charity by other fellow muslims watch on that and see how they're doing it then from there start learning to also do something for yourself but don't just get addicted to the internet that actually you're badly corrupted you don't even know what is salah time you don't know which is time to eat your food you don't even know what time to sleep not even knowing what time to wake up that is very terrible so we have to make that effort as you said chef to cut down on all these issues because they're cutting us from the goodness of us achieving what we have to achieve when it comes to spirituality you know the more we worked on this is the more spiritually we're getting down but the more we can actually try balancing it to say time a to time b i can't sit and do my way cause with the through the internet then thereafter this is my time with allah taala definitely once you start putting those controls in life you'll see that our lives will become very smoother and we get very close to allah taala and you know when you get close to allah taala you don't need to ask uh, uh, loudly just the thought of what you want allowed to find a way to provide you for what you want as he says man yattaqillah yaj'al lahu makhraja wa yarzuquhu min haythu la yahtasib if you have that strong bond with allah subhanahu which is taqwa or piety allah taala is going to sustain you from every source that you never expected from uh, getting that kind of sustenance so let's uh, forge that uh, strong bond with our creator shaf inshallah and as you said you know form the strong bond with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a very important point here sheikh shay maida is that you know if we have friends uh, that uh, you know take us away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we need to change them because uh, no matter you know they may make you laugh and they will you know you you feel hey you know i can't do without them but you'll notice if you do a balance sheet on that friend uh, he's taking you away from your spirituality he has some uh, bad habits and he's uh, perhaps taking you into that habits of you know when you with him uh, he, he conveniently uh, neglects salah and you know he tell you hey, come on now you can pray later and you know he'll do this and that and uh, you know it erodes your iman so how important it is, it is uh, for us to change friends uh, that uh, are you know bad for our spirituality and that inculcate uh, bad habits or uh, you know the instigators of bad habits uh, Uh, how do you go about uh, doing that shake shay uh, maida changing them is ishaf alam the us uh, relevant and good questions and this not i'll give you one just good notch where i would say look at those people that are very close together and when they close together one of them passes one you know and see if that friend goes and says no bury me with my friend i want to die with him we're very close you know you find a rare situation where you can find something of that sort so that tells you that you need to be using our head we need to be using our head that there's one day where we have to be alone so all these friends that we have our deception you know wamal hayatu dunya illa mataul ghurur you know there's nothing we have in this dunya except for friends and uh, actually wealth and possession that are deception so you have friends that are telling you not to do a b c d you can do it later those ones you need to start actually uh, avoiding them you know you need to be weighing options is it between allah and these creations which one do you choose so if you look into the creator look at uh, the bounties that is given you and me 
You know, if we're sitting at home like this, Shaf, and uh, breathing fresh air freely, it is one of the biggest blessings. These other people that are sitting in hospitals on life support machine. You know, if we can put on our clothes ourselves, it's a big blessing, Shaf. These other people that cannot put on clothes on their own, if we can use the toilet freely, Shaf, there's people that cannot wake up to go to the toilet, you know, because Allah hasn't afforded them that opportunity. So these are the things we should be looking into that. Who is doing all these favors upon us? And now if you look at all that, then you start weighing now between the creator and the creation, who should I follow? Should I obey the creation and lay down my creator or lay down the creation and make sure that I've got a, a strong bond with my, uh, my creator? You know, this is what we should be actually outweighing every day if you want to change a bad habit. Look into that in this notch as well. That if I'm doing a bad habit in case where I'm on top of that, my bad habit, then a lot of decides to take my life where I'm going to be end up in. You know, which answers am I going to give my creator loves one or time? Which uh, state am I going to meet loves one or time? So if we sit and start thinking about this, draws back to the same tradition that we said earlier, you must always view that in everything that do any step that you're taking, Allah is watching and Allah can see and it's through Allah's strength and Allah's powers that we make in those kind of movements. So if we do them for the wrong things, Allah is seeing them and is recording for us. And the thing is, if we be unlucky, that in the motion of doing those bad things, then Allah takes us, then it's a big problem. I think in this way, Shab, it draws us closer to understand Allah. That's why Nabi Sassam did mention about that, you know, in one tradition where he says, uh, you know, you need to abandon and remember the terminator of joy. So which means joy is there, and there's the terminator that is there that is waiting to take you out, which is Malak al-Maul. So if you know that the terminator is on my shoulders, and any time can take me, you know, then you know how to uh, behave yourself. You know, we always say, you're looking at death, stuff is just on your nose. It's a matter of sniffing it. But you look at Qiyamat, is around the corner. No, there's still a distance to get it around the corner. But in, in talking about uh, sniffing or breathing, that is what we live on. If we stop breathing, we're gone. So Malakalimat is there by the nose. Make sure you do it right. In case this is the last uh, time we're breathing in or breathing out, we know that we're doing it accordingly and we've pleased the one who have made this motionless body to be emotional and actually to do whatsoever he can do physically. That is because of uh, his kudra and his message. Oh, yeah, like uh, both you and I uh, have known many of our friends uh, that have made parda, some so young, uh, some old, uh, but, uh, you know, some very young too. And, uh, you know, it's a reality that we see in front of us and uh, we know that, you know, any time we can uh, leave this dunya, then, you know, and uh, look at us, uh, Sheikh Shuaib how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us his masterpiece. You know, we are his finest creation. When you look at our bodies, uh, you know, they, our body is so sophisticated that uh, the best computers in this dunya, hey, hey, they can't even touch us, Sheikh uh, Shuaib So, you know, we should uh, respect our bodies. We should uh, respect ourselves. And we should, uh, you know, uh, maximize the goodness that we can do with this masterpiece that Allah has made us, and we should behave as Allah's masterpiece on this earth, Sheikh uh, Shoei but in a very humble way, showing an attitude of gratitude. Sheikh? No, no, definitely, Sheikh. You know, Allah has mentioned about that, uh, that to us, 
وَلَكَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنْ تَقْوِيمٍ That Allah has created in the very best mode, you know, of a creation. If there was the best of creation, that Allah has created a masterpiece of the human being. You know, as you said, and uh, even additional, uh, as you said earlier, the angels are actually created to make ibadah. So they have no choice in the matter. They don't need no food, nothing. But for you and I, you know, we've been given a choice. Uh, a, a, a choice that we can make is either to do good, it's either to do wrong. And then we've been given out of the choices, we've got even given uh, two actually destinations, which is Jannah and Jahannam. May Allah ta afford all of us Jannah, inshallah, and may Allah ta uh, guide us so that we uh, get a free ticket to escape uh, Jahannam, inshallah. And that all comes uh, with, uh, you know, fresh peace of mind, understanding yourself and understanding uh, where we come from. You know, we always say, you must remember, Shaf, it's not only about reading Salah and the rest of that, but also sometimes to sit in solitude and just ponder about the creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We look at the heaven, how big it is, how huge it is, and there's no pillars attached to it that are making it stand strong. And now you look at a house, if you say you build up a house, 10-bedroom house, you must know there's a lot of pillars to make that house order. But some the creator has actually created the heaven, which is huge, and there's no pillars holding it where you can see that this pillar there, then we need maintenance every now and then so that it mustn't collapse on us. But Allah has made that happen. So this, in a way, Shaf, is another way that we sit, inshallah, and start thinking, as Allah has mentioned, the people that will sit sometimes and ponder about how Allah created the earth and the heaven and everything that lives in, in, in there. And, you know, you took, take, let's talk about even the speed that this earth is actually uh, rotating in its own orbit. It's a very high speed that you don't expect anyone, if actually we're floating with that speed, to be eating anything or to be doing anything because you have to hold on to something. You can't even put food in your mouth because the speed is so fierce. But with, with that speed, Allah has made us stable that we don't feel any movement at that moment and we're just living our lives and that's where the day and night is alternating and we have to sleep and wake up while we are just sitting on uh, something that is uh, uh, going on, there, on that with that very fast speed and this cause for us to understand how great Allah Ta'ala is Shaf. Yes sir, Shakram, is a very salient point indeed and uh, you know generally we as insan we make ourselves uh, we always like playing the blame game you know uh, we would like to blame others for our bad habits. So, oh, you know why? Because of this and because of him and because of that. That's how I got this bad habit. And we have this uh, habit of uh, blaming others for our bad habits. And uh, that is not right. You know, you bad, you bad. You should take, uh, you know, as we said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given you the choice. And you know, people, even look at how people waste time. I mean, they get so addicted to their uh, cell phones. People have a, the, 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 the scrolling disease. I call it not a scrolling on the screen. More coming down, coming down, and answering, and checking, and checking, and checking. Hours upon hours, and this addiction, you know, they love doing that. And after, you know, Isha Salah, so they'll quickly go and pray, and then, then the, till midnight, they're scrolling, and scrolling, and scrolling. Hardly sleep, and, you know, just make it for Fajr, quickly read, and come back to the phone. Scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Check show my life is so short. Uh, perhaps, uh, you know, people are not respecting time. Because if you don't respect time, this is what you'll do. You'll be captured by all these uh, devious and uh, shitanic habits, uh, which is a very bad habit, Check show Maida. 
You know, Shab, you just said the right thing. You always say the right things. Let me put it that way. Well, Asr, inna al-insana la fi khusr, illa al-ladhina amanu wa amilu swalihat, wa tawasaw bil-haq wa tawasaw bil-sabr. You know, you look at the token of time, Shab, that we've lost concept of. As you said, we've lost uh, control of time. We've lost uh, respect of time. And yet Allah ta takes an oath by the token of time. And he says, Surely and without doubt, the entire mankind is at a very big loss. Except those that plan accordingly and use the time wisely. These are the believers. You know what Awas or Bil Haq? And always there to enjoin one another to be strong when it comes to being on the on the correct path, which is Haq. What Awas or be sober and at the same time to endure in having patience whatsoever we do. You know, if you look at this haq and sabr in this uh, is, yeah, instance, is that uh, haq is for us to understand what we are here for. You know, Allah Ta'ala said he never created us only for one uh, sole purpose, to save him in ibadat. That is haq. So we need to understand how do we get ourselves, you know, to gear ourselves in the position that we take uh, that actually uh, responsibility that we worship Allah's wonder only. And, you know, we don't associate partners with him. You know, and then comes the other part, which is sabr. You know, sabr comes in the same way that we spoke about effort. Sabr is an effort. You know, without sabr, you will never be able to do anything. And that's why even Allah says, there is no reward for patience or sabr except for jannah. And if you look at sabr itself, it calls for some kind of self-discipline in order for you to actually be sitting and enjoying the fruits of uh, having that kind of status, which is sabr. And then if you're on haq and you got sabr, then definitely you're not at a loss. Because as you said, at this time, we've been just scrolling, 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 scrolling. And sometimes you think, it's high. How did Allah Ta'ala come to understand that? He says, Innal insana You look at today on the social media, you know exactly what Allah says. You can see we're sitting at a very big loss. And only a few individuals that you see moving and leaving all the gadgets and going for salah, coming back, doing certain things that are actually spiritually uplifting to them. But the rest... There's no spiritual upliftment of which Shaf as a nation, as an ummah, we need to start uh, rebuilding ourselves spiritually because as we should know, the journey continues. We're going back to Allah and at a very fast pace. So we must remember there is a baggage that we have to take there. So goodness from us, you know, having sabr and standing on haq and making sure we get rid of the bad habits, just like how we did with Qurbani, sacrifice for the pleasure of Allah Taala. We can as well go in that route and sacrifice some of the bad habits as Qurbani for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala Shaf. Yeah, well said, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking even when the weekends come, you know, uh, especially I worry about the youngsters of today. You know, the minds are occupied on soccer matches and cricket matches and uh, uh, this is playing and the rugby is playing and that team is doing that and they're having this problem and they're having all the problems and they make it their own problems, uh, you know. Uh, once again, futility. We're uh, worried about uh, those people that are actually, you know, sinning against the intelligence. And, you know, how do we occupy our weekends, you know, for our youngsters, you know, by doing something? Perhaps, uh, you know, uh, getting in the habit as a family, you know, getting together and visiting orphanages or going and feeding the poor or doing some dawah work uh, during the weekend. And, you know, these are things that we should do and inculcate even we, you know, as parents or as elders. To make part of from the dunya, we know that we have left uh, something valuable behind 
that will benefit not only themselves, but will also benefit mankind, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. No, Chef, I mean, uh, what a brilliant idea. I mean, uh, definitely, you know, if we can uh, start making our time, uh, taking our kids when it comes to weekends, you know, let's go do some little bit of our work or just go walk around in different areas and see how people are managing those areas or even ways go to visit small of the hospitals around us. Just go to visit ours, go walk around in the world and see how people are suffering. In that way, when you come back, I mean, they should be able to see uh, the situation to say, at least, alhamdulillah, we are working freely. We can go on our bed as we please and we can wake up from there, do what we want to do. There we went and people cannot wake up from the bed as they please. They need somebody to help them. And the doctor has to come to them and say, you can wake up or you cannot wake up from there. I mean, this is a very good idea, Shaf. And even also, uh, if actually our ulama in the areas, they can sit back and start devising programs uh, for the youngsters, for the youth, have maybe uh, some competitions as well. You have the Dawa programs, you know, as you said, uh, you know, we're getting close with watching TV and this and that. We can actually introduce those kind of activities in weekends to say, okay, this time we go to this area, we have a small soccer tournament for the morning with the children. And after that, we know by Zohar time, the tournament is finished. We read Zohar Salah together. And once you finish reading Zohar Salah as a team, we go and have a small bribe. And through that bribe, we stop over at Asa time. We read our salah, and then from there, we go, everybody goes home. So that Maghrib time, people are home, and they can read Maghrib there. You know, we can devise this kind of programs, you know, projects, or maybe uh, even uh, open up some libraries around our areas, and uh, we make a library days on the weekends where the children comes and reads the books, and we listen to the stories from the books one must read. Most especially bring Islamic books, so the children can read the stories of uh, the companions of Nabi Muhammad Sallam, the battles they went on, and uh, Islamic history as well, and in general, uh, the entire human history. Bring that forward, let them read, and the one that can actually summarize one book, they get a small reward up on top of that. And then uh, teach the kids how to make wudu, how you read your salahs, maybe one, two, three, a hadith competition. I think, Shav, that will build our nation and will build our ummah and the youngsters will be actually will be growing up understanding what deen is all about and they'll learn to understand that this deen it means we have to we have to be together as a jama'a or as uh, as, as a, a community as Allah as our Nabi has taught us in al-jama'a that Allah's help is always where people are together as a community and this one we talk about a community that is on haq a community that is on the Quran and a community that is basing its way of life on the tradition of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Shaf. Zakallah khair, Sheikh Shweb We've run out of time, mashallah, when we talk on the Barakah flows. Uh, perhaps your parting words uh, before I let you go. No, no, Shaf, you know exactly you brought the best program. I said, people, please, let's try divorcing the bad habits that we have in, in us, inshallah, so that we're preparing ourselves. When you're leaving, making further from this dunya, we know at least we manage to get rid of some habits. May Allah bless you, Shaf and your family, and bless all the listeners, inshallah. I mean, Suma, I mean, and Allah bless you and your family members, and Zakallah uh, Khaira for adding value to the program, Sheikh Shreya Maida. Inshallah, I'll talk to you uh, next week this time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, time for us to go for a break. When we get back, inshallah, we'll be joined by Maulana Salim Karim. And inshallah, he'll be talking about signs of being captured by shaitan. Let's go take a break.